0: This is Creative Matters. I actually started radio when I was 11 years old. Um, Obviously, wasn't very good at that point. I was doing some school radio, and I did that for a long time. Went on and did the whole student radio circuit. So I was working up at um, Livewire at the University of East Anglia in Norwich. Um, but the point I felt that I really kind of had an impact and was really finding my professional radio feat was actually at Roundhouse Radio. And from there, I've been exceptionally lucky, I think. I moved over to Global, so those are the guys that own Capital XFM, Capital Extra, um, and was there a little while before I moved on to Radio 1 and 1 Extra where I am. So I think if you're at that stage in your career where you're thinking, right, I can apply for professional jobs now. I want to get my first internship or apprenticeship scheme. Um, there's kind of three key areas that you really need to nail down before you go hunting or before you go nagging your, you know, your local radio producer. The first one is obviously networking. It's great if you've been in and maybe shadowed a local show. It's great if your friend's, uncle's, neighbour's you know, cousin runs a radio station. Um, but remember, for a lot of commercial, BBC, and you know online radio stations, there is a set process to go through. So there'll be a hell of a lot of unsolicited emails that come through, particularly to senior members of staff. And you'll often find, once you start working in radio, that they're not the people that recruit and um, there'll be a business team or a HR team. So just make sure you kind of understand that you're going to the right people. Do you need to approach HR? Is the only way in through apprenticeship schemes? Are you wasting your time essentially by you know spamming lots of people? Um, cause you don't want to build up a poor reputation before you even got through the door. Secondly, when you're applying, make sure you know what you want to do and this sounds very odd uh, but the amount of young people particularly 16 to 18 year olds that have had a you know toyed a lot with radio they've done a bit of presenting they've done a bit of production maybe they're like creating their own montages or creating their own kind of station sound and um, that's all great it's fantastic but do know what you want to do Because if you come in and you're talking about how much you love presenting and how you're building a personal brand and you're applying for a job where you will be making music notes and preparing content then it's a little bit unnerving for the interviewer to sit there whilst you talk about what a fantastic presenter you are and how eloquent you are when that's not your job title you're going for so just be really clear um and it doesn't stop you from doing stuff outside as well if you're really passionate about two areas and lastly, which is the bit you'll want to hear, is about the application. Now, I've interviewed for team assistants, um, which is essentially the entry level to Radio One on One Extra, quite a few times here now at the BBC. And I've done everything from sift through the paper applications to host the group assessments through to individual one-to-one interviews. And the things that stand out for me, particularly at the paper application stage, are reading about someone that's not necessarily had those huge opportunities, they haven't worked at, say, their local commercial station or a BBC regional, but it's the people that have tried. So, you know, if they haven't been lucky in getting, you know, a shadowing shift somewhere, maybe they've created their own online station, perhaps they're really into playlists, maybe they write their own blog, maybe they try and put in their own night. So it's all these little indicators um, that are really important to say. Some You can't assume anyone knows who you are. Um, and then if you do get through and we meet you in person, don't be afraid to sell yourself. I think it's a very British thing to keep stuff back and to assume people have read your paper application. But if I sit there with someone for 10 minutes and they tell me about how passionate they are about music and radio, how much they've done in the past and how much they have to offer me if they started in 10 minutes time, then that, those are the things that stand out. So I think, you know, be calm, have that clarity about where you want to be and just sell yourself and share that passion. Um, It sounds very basic tips, but the amount of people that have sat in front of me um, and just said they really enjoy radio and they'd like to have this job. tells me nothing about you and it tells me nothing about what you can do.
1: There are many different routes, but some of the standard kind of approaches uh, would be get involved. So go find your local community radio station, go and find your local hospital radio station or your student radio station uh, and knock on the door and say, can I help? Uh, And if you feel you're particularly interested in the technology, ask lots of questions about it, learn how it works. Um, for me, I, uh, I did some work experience at my local commercial radio station a very long time ago at uh, Q103 in Manchester, then I did some hospital radio, then I went to university to, did, to do um, an electronics engineering degree. Um, and I also did uh, some student radio where where I was able to kind of transfer my electronics engineering into into broadcast radio engineering almost so so get involved and, and get as much experience as you can because it 's a very simple beauty contest sadly when when opportunities occur and you look down the list of you know there are twenty people applying for this job, and if someone has already put lots of effort in to get some of this experience. Uh, already, you're probably going to look on them more favorably. Because like any job, if you have any experience of it, then it makes it more easy for the employer to understand you uh, and for you to understand what the job is that you're coming into. So as much experience as you can has, has, has got to be key. Once you've done that kind of experience stuff, the the, the next most difficult thing I always think is, is how do you transfer some of that experience into into an actual job? and And, and my advice would be really that you've got to be incredibly persistent, uh, keep an eye on all of the various message boards and regular places that people advertise for jobs. But equally in the technology space, think about um, companies like the BBC, Bauer and Global Radio who all do apprenticeship schemes. So uh, these, are, these are pure walking off the street with some experience and some knowledge and some passion more than anything else. And you might get an apprentice place and, and you'll be taught some of the basics of how radio works and some of that technology behind it. The BBC is also in a very fortunate position as well as offering um, those apprenticeships. It also does a graduate trainee scheme. So if you have a degree in something relevant that would be a computer science or a physics or electronic engineering, there are genuinely broadcast engineering courses out there as well now that will take you in as a graduate and will train you very specifically in the BBC systems and how they actually work and their hands-on and their maintenance right now. From the back of that, you'll get a, a, a very good grounding in, in the genuine world of broadcast training. Uh, and at the same time, you get a master's degree out of the other side, which is, which is always handy. So so they're relatively good routes in. Um Generally, the advice is persistence. Uh, very few people get lucky first or second or third time round. Keep going because we have people and we have a skill shortage. So we are looking for people, but there are lots of people out there looking to do what we do. I
2: decided to, to pick up sticks from where I was in Devon and move to London without any guaranteed work and to do exactly as I said at the beginning, to, to knock on some doors and meet people and have some coffees. So, With the freelance side of things, it's it's spreading yourself around, it's making yourself available to as many people as possible. I'm quite prepared that... I'm going to be have to doing what I'm doing for the next six months before something becomes available as it did in Devon. Um, so far the meetings have gone well and, and one of the key things that I've been getting back from, from everyone is just a, a passion and an enthusiasm really uh yes again you need to know who you're speaking to and the kind of shows you're working on but actually i'm going to be working on some programs which i don't get the chance to listen to in my day-to-day routine there's not enough physical time in the day to work and listen to radio three hour long radio programs in the afternoon but as long as you have a broad understanding of how radio works you can show previous experience and whether that's within the bbc for me or commercial side of things or hospital radio, as I mentioned before, or student radio, that's already a great sign to future employees that you're keen, that you're interested, that you, you really want to get involved. So yes, perhaps it doesn't necessarily matter that you haven't listened to that particular program in depth, but you have a passion for radio and an enthusiasm for radio and and you're willing to to really go in and in social hours, um, do whatever it has it takes to get your foot in that door and in that building whether you have to start picking up the food and the lunches for the presenters whether you have to start answering the phones um just getting yourself in there introducing yourself to people it's difficult it's hard if you if you're a shy person to just walk up to someone and and introduce yourself but um i will say this about the radio industry i've met very very few um, people who weren't particularly pleasant. I have to say, everyone's really, really lovely. Everyone's really friendly. It's a very small, tight-knit group of people in the country, actually. Um, and everyone's always on the lookout for new, fresh, exciting talent and people with ideas. So, if you've worked in radio, if you have ideas, if you want to meet people, if you want to get ahead, be nice, be friendly, offer your services, suggest ideas, and um, and I think you'll be okay.
0: To hear the full story, subscribe to the Creative Matters podcast on iTunes or download via SoundCloud. Check out creativeskillset.org and Hive, that's Hive with two eyes.co.uk, to inform and progress your creative career.